I want to just play this and I want you to react to it because, you know, you've been pretty supportive and I've been kind of on the fence, but you've been very supportive of like, hey, hardcore into what Jerry's building and believing into what's going on. So I want you to listen to this and then let's talk about it and react to it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This one comes from Hugo. If the Mariners miss the playoffs again next season, should that be the end of the Jerry DePoto era or should they just keep paying him big bucks to not make the playoffs? Ooh, so burn, baby, burn. The, the Mariners are, are an interesting team and organization to me because it almost feels like they're getting held back a bit by ownership and willingness to spend. I think the team's ready yeah. right now. You have a dominant rotation, one of the best rotations in baseball. You have Julio Rodriguez, who's an absolute superstar, but it constantly is feeling like they're making moves, just not the big move to get him over the I I think it's obvious. You need a you need a big offensive bat. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Who are they gonna well, it just constantly feels like they're not making it. So I almost feel like Jerry Depoto's in a position where Jerry Depoto makes more trades than people with like Pokemon cards in elementary school. He's constantly what? making a million trades. And I almost feel like the reason for it is because he knows he doesn't have the 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 money and the the pockets from the owner to make a move. So he's just trying to do whatever he can to make all these trades and get new pieces and add offense here and there. So I don't know if I'm ready to place a lot of this blame on Jerry DePoto. Mm -mm. I don't, I, I think the team very clearly needs a big bat. And I don't think it's DePoto saying, yeah, we're not gonna get it, we don't need it. I, I think it's an unwillingness to spend that extra money and to really go do what I think they need to do, which is add a big bat. So. I don't know. I mean, it, it almost, we heard very early on, the Mariners are not huge players in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. Well, why? Why not? That feels like a great fit. It well, does. they're not willing to spend that money. And that's been the theme, mm -hmm. is an unwillingness to spend the amount of money. Now, they have spent, they've done it in the past, and it didn't work. But, but right now, it feels different. You have a team that's built around one of the best rotations one through five in all of baseball mm -hmm. and you have a superstar that plays center field that's young and about to enter his prime and only going to get better this team's ready <sighs> go spend the money yeah add some offensive pieces yeah. around j-rod and go win but they just they they always come up just short i felt like last offseason they were ready and it just felt like they they made moves they did. They got Teoscar Hernandez, who didn't have a, a great year, but again, it was a it was a big pickup for them. It feels like they're making moves, but not the move that's needed to be made. And is that Jerry Depoto's fault? I, I I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's probably ownership saying, "Hey, we need to stay under this amount of money." All right, Kobe. So there it is. I I think that was a fair assessment, personally, uh, of like. Yeah, they got to do something, and oh, why not shoot for the stars? Look, you got two champions, back-to-back uh, -back champions in your division. It doesn't get any easier. But also, it's not all on Jerry Depoto. I think this is more something after the ownership. I know you've worked with the Mariners. Uh, you've been supportive of what Jerry's doing. What do you think about those comments? What do you think about what should happen here going in the winter meetings next week? Yeah, you know, I have been supportive about the plan that Jerry's been building, and he's been stacking – chips uh along the way um but organizationally it's put up or shut up time and you know i have been supportive of what they're doing but um not that people are hanging on every tweet that i sent out but 
in the last couple of weeks, I've, I've, my rhetoric has changed to, to really try to, you know, to, to uh, join the cacophony of Seattle Mariners fans hoping and uh, prodding the organization to make some big moves because it's fine to preach patience. It's fine to preach, uh, stay with the plan. But when you have the Texas Rangers win a, win a World Series, it means you better get going pretty quickly. Yeah, and, and it's very scary to see to everybody going, Otani is a great fit for the Rangers, and they have the money, and they are the champion. You're like, Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, I, and, and I think I talked to you last time I was on about this, but I, I had a thought that the, you know, the fact that the Rangers won might actually be the best thing for the Mariners uh, because it really lights a fire on them that says they're not just going to be able to incremental, incrementalize their way to success. You have to make some big moves. And, and, you know, so, so, so then you asked me what I think about the winter meetings, you know, I mean, so far the off season has just been bizarre and weird because nothing has really made sense. Um, and who knows what's going to happen uh, looking forward. But I will tell you, there's going to be absolute revolt among Mariners fans if they cut salary, Suarez, don't make big moves, don't sign Snell, aren't competitive for Otani, don't make big runs at these trades uh, for a first baseman. And we're, gonna, we're probably going to talk about Ty here in a second. Or um, – or Juan Soto, and there's going to be a revolt because at some point the the PR headlines become reality. Perception becomes reality. You have a organization who has made money hand over foot the last three years, partially through revenue streams, big t- good TV deals, and the fact that the ballpark has been full. They've been playing meaningful games throughout the year and packing it late and making a ton of money on parking and, and all the different yeah, things. We're not getting happy hour prices down there for all no. these guys. This is full time uh, Saturday and Sunday prices. Sure. They got a couple, couple of things. They do have those $10 tickets, but in a nutshell, it is big money. And we've seen what the revenue was last year and the yeah. year before that. And we're at the top of the charts. And, 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 you know, it's, it's bad optics when you have, bought a big piece of real estate, the old pyramid brewery and built that out into a a money-making stream. And then you buy another big piece of property, the old Henry's tavern, and there's plans to develop that into a revenue stream. And you're not putting those dollars on the field. And at some point this is going to run thin. And I thought that, you know, it basically what, what, what you heard in that clip was the Mariners were building, they were doing the right things. They had a bunch of momentum behind them with a, with a fan base that was buying what they were selling with young talent, controllable talent, adding it to with vets, good vibes, which you cut at the knees, all these different things. And, and now you have this, the cynicism and skepticism building back into this. Now, what can abolish that? It's what you do at the winter meetings. If you can sign Otani, if you can make a move for Juan Soto, if you can sign Blake Snell, or you bring in the Japanese pitcher, then it changes. But right now, it's a it's an incomplete and it's a big damn question mark. I mean, the idea of trading a very popular 
and uh, important clubhouse person who has some value, not a big strikeout guy in any Enios Eugenio Suarez, but hitting sixth or seventh in a good lineup is has some value. The fact that you dumped him for six to eight million dollars of salary relief that it looks like means that another foot has to drop. And if not, whew, I mean, they, yeah, there, there's a lot of a business to be done just to get back at par. Like I we talked about in the last couple episodes. Yeah, we got rid of some salary, $30 million, pretty much. So there's $30 million right there to spend. But you did eliminate these strikeouts. You did eliminate leadership. You did eliminate 180 runs batted in. That's a, that's, that's a hole. Um, going with the contact stuff, sure, we've talked about it now. The game is kind of returning back to a little bit more traditional where you got to put the ball in play. You got to steal bases. You got to move around. You're going to play gap to gap, spread the defense wide now that you can't stack everybody on one side i like it i love it and i know that they were building it that way i've i'm with you going into these meetings this year there has to be a splash and maybe things will stall out because of money but you're starting to see especially with the pitchers um i i think that market's going to start to move right now i don't see people sitting around and wait, people are starting to grab things. I know there's the big Otani, but he's not going to set the market for everybody else. I think yeah, he's, he's, gonna, he's very gonna, isolated. Yeah, from, yeah. There's no other, there's nobody else in his market that does what he does. Right. Right. No, you're right. And I, I agree with all that. And, at, and at some point um, it's very clear to me that the days of Moneyball and these, small market teams competing is kind of over. It's an arms race. It just is. I mean, look, look at the teams who are in there at the end, they're top 10 in payroll and you, and you plan at this point right now to run out of payroll that I think is in the 19th or 20th, 21st, somewhere in there. It's pretty bad. And you have all the things going for you. You have money in the bank, you have controllable talent, you have good revenue, you had the all-star game here, which put a lot of dollars in your coffers yeah. and you got to start spending. And, and you, you don't have you, those things to hide to behind this year. Like when things were going bad, we we're like, Hey, the all-star game is here this year. Right. You know, like yeah. this year is it like, like I said, if, if just starting this podcast, we started this with in after how great we felt after 2021 and 2022 was a new hope. It was, it was star Wars, you know, mm -hmm. and the last year was definitely empire strikes back. I'm hoping this year is return of the Jedi re return of the big contracts, because you, you just pointed out to the teams that were there at the end, look, Arizona and uh, Texas, two offensive teams. They're not pitching teams. They think they were 20th and 19th or 20th of that, but they hit the ball, they scored runs, and that's just how it's going to be. Offense is coming back. Pitching is very important. Um, I'm hoping to see, and I'm going to talk about this on some other podcasts, uh, as far as trades, yeah, I could see you, uh, you know, trading something from the pitching wealth that you have, but for the most part, it's this the, the DDT, can only take you so far you have to start adding players right now just like you said it's an arms race and they kind of made a mistake in the last couple of years on it you also were done with last year like yeah. that's the thing about it bitched we've moaned enough fuck I, yeah do i wish we would have got marcus Simeon two years ago too bad we're moving on from that there's other players available juan soto is available i know that's kind of a ddt thing 
sure, because it's a trade. But to me, that would be more of a big risk trade because you would be ultimately trying to court him to keep him in here the next year. Definitely going to cost you, you know, two and a half to three hundred million. But I mean, this, that, that's what they need to add on because they they struck it rich with with the Julio. They struck it good with the pitching. They struck it good with Cal Raleigh. And now it's time to add on to that stuff. And it has to happen right now. Yeah, and I think I, I and to build on that, I think that you know, um, the paradigm that they're built around is not going to change. They've amassed a ton of young arms and controllable arms and good arms. So they're going to continue to pitch. The only reason they were competitive last year is because they pitched their ass off. And frankly, when they when they had a really bad September, it was the pitching that that didn't carry the mail. I mean, the offense was the offense. You can lament about the fact they struck out too much, didn't create enough traffic, um, didn't get those guys in, all those different things. All that said, you know, the, the starting pitching in the bullpen wasn't great in September. And that's no, why they, that's what happens when you go into the winter in the fall. And yeah. you need tread on your tires to get up the mountain and totally. you ran that tread to the ground. Totally. So they're gonna stay in that in that vein. I do think you're seeing a paradigm change, and it's very telling in the two players they, you know, one they traded and one they non-tendered in in Suarez and, and Hernandez that they are going to put more of an emphasis on contact. And I think you mentioned that earlier, and I agree with that. That is that is a, a paradigm, you know, kind of the pendulum coming back now. About you know, for a long time we said don't worry about strikeouts. Strikeout is the most uncompetitive result in baseball, and so the ability to hit the to put the ball in play and and Jerry's you know, and so it's two things. He's been very focused on hard hit rate, which is great if you, because if you hit the ball hard, good things are going to happen, but you got to put the ball in play. We, wanna, can, we want the ball to touch grass. Yeah. If you can, if you can increase your hard hit rate and the frequency at which you put the ball in play, those two things should equal in the better offense. So I think you're going to see that. I think we're impatient because we want to see the other shoe drop and what's this team going to look like. And, um, and so they're going to go out and, and they're, and they're going to, and they're going to try to, to betray uh, this 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 young talent 